You are listening to Omnitalk's Retail Daily Minute. Here are your day's top headlines. Hey everyone, Chris and I are heading to Shop Talk in March, and you should join us there. Prices increase next Friday, and Meetup Selections Week kicks off the following Monday, so it's time to get ready. Retailers and brands, you can use code Omnitalk to save an extra 10% off current rates. Google Shop Talk to learn more. Headline one comes to us from a Target press release. Target Corporation has unveiled its latest owned brand, Deal Worthy, offering consumers nearly 400 everyday basics at affordable prices starting at less than $1 with most items priced under $10. Backed by Target's one-year return policy for owned brands, Deal Worthy aims to provide customers with exceptional value without compromising quality. Rick Gomez, Target's Executive Vice President and Chief Food, Essentials, and Beauty Officer, highlighted the brand's appeal to value-conscious consumers and its potential to attract new shoppers to Target. The deal-worthy assortment includes products across apparel and accessories, essentials and beauty, electronics, and home categories. Notably, electronics items such as phone cases will be priced 50% lower than other brands sold at Target. The launch of deal-worthy products will commence in February in stores and online, with additional items expected to be introduced throughout 2024 and early 2025, including power cords, undergarments, socks, laundry detergent, and dish soap. Headline 2 comes to us from Fortune. The Credit Card Competition Act, proposed by Senators Dick Durbin and Roger Marshall, aims to challenge the dominance of major payment networks like Visa and MasterCard. Advocates argue that routing credit card transactions through alternative networks could lower costs for consumers. However, critics, including big banks, caution that these savings may not materialize and could lead to the demise of credit card rewards programs. Similar legislation, such as the Durban Amendment passed in 2010, aimed to cap interchange fees for debit card purchases but did not result in lower prices for consumers. Instead, studies suggest that merchants did not adjust prices accordingly, and consumers missed out on potential savings. Furthermore, the Durban Amendment contributed to the loss of debit rewards programs and free checking accounts, disproportionately affecting lower-income individuals. Critics of the Durban-Marshall Bill argue that it could have similar consequences, jeopardizing credit card rewards programs that many consumers rely on for grocery and gas purchases. Despite assurances from supporters, skepticism remains regarding the ability of corporate megastores to pass on any potential savings to consumers. As Congress debates this legislation, the lessons from past experiences underscore the importance of considering its potential impact on consumers' wallets and financial well-being. Headline 3 also comes to us from Bloomberg. The Wood family, with a 53% stake in the Wawa convenience store chain, is worth $6 billion, according to Bloomberg calculations. Founded in 1964, Wawa has cultivated a strong customer base in the mid-Atlantic region with about 1,000 locations and $18.5 billion in sales in 2023. Now, the Woods are embarking on an ambitious expansion plan, targeting new markets in the Midwest and Southeast, including Florida, Alabama, Tennessee, Georgia, North Carolina, Ohio, Indiana, and Kentucky. Wawa's expansion aims to open up to 280 new stores over the next decade, described as the most aggressive growth in the chain's history. However, the success of this expansion will depend on translating its regional cult following into new markets and competing with established chains like Murphy and Casey's. And finally, headline four also comes to us late in the day from restaurant business. Krispy Kreme is eyeing an expansion of its donut sales in more McDonald's locations across the U.S., but face is a challenge due to limited donut making capacity. Currently, Krispy Kreme can only supply donuts to about 6,000 out of McDonald's 13,500 locations. To address this, the company is actively working to increase its production capacity. The company has secured sites in various cities including the Twin Cities, Miami, 
and Los Angeles aiming to enhance its ability to produce more donuts. Krispy Kreme sees potential in selling its products through various channels beyond traditional stores, such as grocery stores, convenience stores, and McDonald's outlets. This strategy, termed DFD Doors, has seen rapid expansion, with 1,000 new locations added in the U.S. last year alone. Krispy Kreme's goal is to broaden its reach to 75,000 points of access worldwide. To achieve this, the company is not only expanding its physical presence, but also investing in automation and logistics to streamline its donut-making and delivery processes. By modernizing its operations and leveraging third-party logistics providers, Krispy Kreme aims to meet the increasing demand for its products efficiently and effectively. That wraps us up. This has been your Retail Daily Minute, brought to you by Omnitalk. Be careful out there.